Hi everyone, welcome to the Resident on Earth podcast, the podcast for the curious being who wants to learn and grow. I'm Jana Zokos, certified life coach, yoga instructor, nature lover, living a slow life in the English countryside. In this podcast, I want to bring in reflections, lessons and tools that have supported me and still do to help you live a courageous, authentic and fulfilled life. My hope is to plant tiny seeds of awareness so that we all might grow and evolve collectively. Thank you so much for being here with me. Let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back. Welcome to episode number four. How are you? Before I dive into today's topic, I always like to take some time to thank you. So thank you very, very much for tuning in. I'm always very, very grateful. Thank you. Today, I want to talk about processing our emotions, owning them and what that really means, right? So what does it even mean to process our emotions? And exploring this area of our life allows us to develop awareness, to be able to respond to situation rather than react to it, which ultimately gives us freedom, right? Emotions are always telling us something, and this is why we want to acknowledge and understand them. And when we talk about processing and owning emotions, we oftentimes refer to quote-unquote negative ones, and quote-unquote because this is our common language, but I like to think of emotions as comfortable and uncomfortable. When I label an emotion as negative, I might imply that it shouldn't be there, that I shouldn't be feeling it. And if I do, something is wrong with me. And that's not really true, right? Now, when we talk about processing our emotions, we can find two sides of the same coin. How can I let myself engage with my emotions with openness and respect, no matter how gloomy they are? And on the other side, support myself, elevate myself to see beyond my emotions and my circumstances. What is the best way for you to allow yourself to sit in it, be in it, so that you can release it while also maintaining a healthy perspective? And to help us find an answer, I want to mention Dr. Jill Bolte Taylor, who is an author and Harvard brain scientist. So if you like, I've left for you on the show notes the link to her amazing, amazing TED Talk from 2008. Oh my God, it really, really moved me and I can't recommend it enough. So if you have some time and you feel curious or interested, give it a go. So according to Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor, 90 seconds is all it takes to identify an emotion and allow it to dissipate while you simply notice it. 90 seconds. Oh my God, nine zero. When we are feeling an emotion, like pausing for 90 seconds and labeling your feeling, for example, I'm feeling angry, calms the brain region involved in the emotion outburst and helps you regain control. She writes, I would really like to read you what she writes. When a person has a reaction to something in their environment, there's a 90 second chemical process that happens in the body. After that, Any remaining emotional response is the person choosing to stay in that emotional loop. 
Something happens in external world and chemicals are flushed through your body, which puts it on full alert. For those chemicals to totally flush out of the body, it takes less than 90 seconds. This means that for 90 seconds you can watch the process happening, you can feel it happening, and then you can watch it go away. After that, if you continue to feel fear, anger, frustration and so on, you need to look at the thoughts that you're thinking, the thoughts that are re-stimulating the circuitry which is resulting in you having this physiological reaction over and over again. Beautiful, wow, how is this landing with you? And <laughs> this is when mindfulness and awareness enter the scene. <laughs> By bringing your attention to the present moment and experience without judgment. And I'm going to repeat that again, without judgment, yeah? <laughs> so choose to bring in compassion, kindness and curiosity. And here are the steps to process our emotions, to move through them. I'm going to give you three steps, and this is backed up by Dr. Bolte Taylor's research, of course. So step one, identify an emotional reaction. So you recognize your bodily reaction in a situation. For example, anger for me shows up in agitation, chest tightness, sweating, and feeling hot. So... In this moment, I notice and I identify what is going on with my body. I'm really trying to understand and to witness what is going on in my body. And so, as I said, I would just feel my chest getting tighter and tighter, my palms getting very sweaty, hot cheeks, and so on. And after noticing this, we move to step two. And this is where we give a label to what we are feeling. And in this case, I'm feeling anger. So I'm witnessing what is going on with my body. I just want to observe it. And this is when I give it a label. I try to name it. What is that I'm feeling? What is that is going on in my body? And for this example, anger is a word. Anger is a label. And step three Allow the feeling to come and then go without judgment and without trying to change it. This is so important. This is a step where you allow yourself to experience the emotion despite having the urge to avoid it because it's not feeling pleasant. And we want to observe it again without trying to change it, avoid it or deny it. And sometimes step three for me looks also like crying, jumping around, shaking my body, screaming into a pillow. <laughs> if you haven't tried that, I really recommend it and you're going to let me know. <laughs> and obviously, depending on what I'm feeling or what is going on, this is some of the stuff I do. Crying is one of my favorites as well. And if I don't take the time to pause and go through these stages, I can really see how my mood is affected, maybe for the rest of the day or even few days. Emotions are energy in motion, just like waves. They rise, they crest, and recede all day long. And Dr. Bolte Taylor shows that this process takes 90 seconds if you identify, label, and accept the emotion. Does this mean that we need to obsess over our emotions and try to feel all the emotions all day long? Of course not. <laughs> also, I want to say that there is a huge difference between 
allowing yourself to feel a negative emotion and actually reacting to it. In fact, most of the time, when you see someone who's in a bad mood, someone who's upset about something and kind of snarling at you about it, it's not because they're truly experiencing the emotion, it's because they're processing it, but this is because they are resisting it. And sometimes this can be other people and this can also be us, yeah. <laughs> and I think that when we are lashing out, snarling at people and in a bad mood, it's because we're trying so hard to keep the negative emotion at bay, maybe suppress it, and this is how we are actually reacting to it. Now, to all this, there are some challenges to take into account. Feeling your emotion can be painful, confusing and scary. And this is why we try to avoid them. This is so, so natural. Our brain is wired to do that. It wants to keep us safe by keeping us comfortable and saving energies. And as I said earlier, there are some emotions that feel very, very uncomfortable. And this is why our brain tries so hard to make us avoid them. But luckily, we can build tolerance for this kind of discomfort just like we do with muscles by exercising our body. Doing this, it's exercise for our brain. And every time we go through this process, we build self-awareness. And by doing so, we will be able to respond rather than react to a situation. Another challenge is when the emotion is overwhelming you, like the wave never recedes, right? And here is important to trace your thoughts and understand what thoughts you are thinking. What are the thoughts that create the emotions over and over again? What is the story that you are telling yourself? And here you can do a thought download. If you like to write, and I always recommend writing, you can just take a piece of paper and a pen and allow yourself to take the thoughts that are in your brain down on paper. And know that there will be some negative thoughts in there. And that's okay. By pretending that they are not there and not owning them, you can't change them either. Another thing I do when I find myself in this situation is take my journal and write on top of the page what I feel. For example, I, I feel fear. And I start a list of the reasons why I'm feeling this way. I write my thoughts down on paper, literally brain dumping. Don't, don't hold yourself back. No one is reading. And this works wonders because it allows me to reduce the emotional charge behind my thoughts, see my thoughts with clarity, create a sort of distance from them, witness them, and look at the circumstances with a different lens, a different perspective. This allows me to stop identifying with my thoughts. And once I gain this kind of clarity, I can choose what my next step is. And sometimes my next step is no step. <laughs> right and after taking some time to reflect and accept my experience another thing that I really like to do is express what I was going through and really open up and have a good talk with a person I trust our emotions are not a problem they might become problems when we don't want to feel them when we give them too much meaning when we project them into someone else and when we overly identify with them and we want to allow ourselves to experience the whole landscape of emotion and, you know, growth doesn't depend on us not experiencing the uncomfortable emotions and eventually life becomes amazing or love and light and flowers and etc. <laughs> Some days our heart just hurts. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you or that you're doing something wrong. Emotions are complicated, life is imperfect and we are humans. 
And when you learn that all emotions are equal and it's okay to experience them, then you start being able to inhabit the ones that you've been trying to avoid and resist. And then the potential that you might feel them isn't such a big deal. And when you know you can withstand any emotion, you can literally do anything. When you look at you, the overall trajectory of your entire life, if you want the main experience to be some level of contentment and happiness, I truly believe that includes accepting the emotion that you're feeling and also not judging it as something that shouldn't be happening. I believe staying present with ourselves is a sacred, wonderful experience and a skill that we can develop and really work throughout our lives. The more we're willing to do it and the more vast our experience will be. And I believe life is really 50-50 and I even would like to dedicate an episode to this. I think it's great. Sometimes it's really great and sometimes it really sucks. <laughs> and yeah, life is really practice. And thank you, my friends. This is all for today. I hope you found this helpful. And if, and if you've enjoyed it, share it with a friend who might like it too. And also, I would absolutely love to hear from you. So if you want to share your thoughts or have any questions, any feedback, please don't hesitate. My email is hello at joannazokos.com. Have a good week, everyone. And remember to trust yourself, love yourself, and speak kindly to yourself. <laughs>